0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. A new head coach and boy
2: genius Mike McDaniel, the fastest cheetah to ever roam the football field, and an actual left tackle? Let me check your pulse if you're not fired up. Before we jump into a fresh episode of FinSider Radio, Jake and Josh want you to please, please, please hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet. Subscribing to the show is the best way to know when Jake and Josh have something cooking in the kitchen iTunes, Spotify, it doesn't matter. Following helps others find the show, and we want to thank you for that. Now, let's talk some Dolphins.
3: We are less than four days away from the official start of Dolphins Rookie Minicamp and excitement surrounding the team is at an all-time high. We will dive into all that sometime next week, but for now, we are going to continue our award-winning podcast. This is the Nursery Book Club, and I have to be honest, this might be the most exciting and electrifying podcast in the history of the world because Chapter 6 is on Dolphins kicker Jason Sanders. But before we get into all that, let me welcome in my co-host, the greatest in the world, the Jake to my Josh, Jake Mendel. How's it going today, Jake?
2: Josh, what's going on? You are 100% right, my friend. Jason Sanders, can you get any more electric than that? But before we dive into this, I'm going to put you on the spot with two questions. One, I know people on Twitter saw it, but but how did the uh, Devontae Adams Tua uh, picks go? I, I want to follow up on that in the Scotty Fishbowl.
3: Yeah, so I asked you whether you would take Devontae Adams or Tua. I just wanted you to talk me into Devontae Adams. I ended up taking him, got Tua in the next round, but I'm going to be honest, man. I think I have gone full tilt. My roster right now is Justin Herbert, Marcus Mariota, Tua Tonga-Vailoa, Travis Etienne, Derek Hendry, Ramondre Stevenson, Kenneth Walker III, Devontae Adams, Allen Robinson, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, and in a tight end premium league, I got Pat Fryermuth, um, got Snipe for Edmonds, got sniped for Gesicki, Tyree Kills. So yeah, I definitely feel like I'm full on tilting, but you know, to win this thing, you got to think outside the box or get lucky. So uh, YOLO, I guess, right?
0: Yeah, and,
2: and nobody really says, yeah, I'm just going to go win a championship during the draft, right? That's just not how these things work. And then, and then the second thing I have for you, Josh, uh, this is something, you know, I, I'm kind of a broken
3: record when we talk about it, but tell me a little bit about this new Madden man. You seem pretty hyped up. Yeah, Jake, the beta came out at the beginning of June. I was fortunate enough to get a chance to play it. I really enjoyed it. You know, they added the field sense gameplay where the gang tackling this year isn't robotic. It's more uh, natural and the new passing system, you know, being able to place the ball wherever you want, the DB, wide receiver interactions, and then as you saw today, franchise mode. I mean, yes, they're just adding some things that they probably took away, you know, years past in typical Madden fashion, but when you couple that with, you know, the new gameplay, you couple that with the Miami Dolphins' cheesy offense, their cheesy defense, and, you know, additions to franchise mode and face it, base of the franchise. I mean, I'm truly optimistic for this. And again, if you're a Dolphins fan that owns a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X, I unfortunately don't think they're gonna, you know, make some of those changes or take that next step, the next leap on PC. But if you have a PS5 and or an Xbox Series X, I mean you should absolutely give man a try because uh, you know, you can get it for what, five dollars? I think EA play is and they let you play for 10 hours. So Give it a try. If you don't like it, tell he's wrong. I mean, I get madness every time this year, but uh, I'm really, really excited for this game. And it's more than just, you know, the Dolphins' cheesy offense.
2: And we're the perfect balance on that because I know you're a PlayStation guy. I got my Xbox. And, dude, you're, you're right about the speed, man. I remember people saying they love playing with the Dolphins. God, must have been like, what? please jump in when you, when you're going to say I'm tag wrong.
3: in? we're going to say tag in. I, got yeah, I was just to say
2: like 2000, Pat white, dude, people. Oh yes. That was my Pat dude. White. Yeah, Yes, they did. <laughs> it was like the, it was the Walmart version of Mike Vick where everyone who played with him, it was like, dude, he just is unstoppable. He's got the arm that just keep, launches it downfield and he's quick enough. But, Let's reel back in here for a second. i I'm happy you're enjoying the Madden. I know you've always been a Madden guy, but a big part about Madden, man, especially if you're playing on All-Pro, is the kicking game, you know, seeing that little arrow go up and down and trying to time it right. Uh, Josh, I think if we're going to talk about Jason Sanders, who's about to enter his fifth year in the league, um, I think it's important to kind of take a step back before we go forward. Shout out Matthew McConaughey on that one. Um, I have a little note here from our bi-week podcast after the Dolphins beat the Giants in week 13 last season. And and I basically asked you, can we fool Jason Sanders into thinking the rest of that season doesn't count as part of the 2021 season? Just for the sake of Josh, it was so weird to see the season unravel from Sanders because he was such a great kicker two years ago. He missed what he was. let Let me see here. I'm sorry. Uh, He was 10 for 10 within 30 to 39 yards in the first two years of his career. He was a lockdown kicker. Uh, But all of a sudden, man, things really started to unravel 30 to 39 yards. He was 7 of 9. He missed one kick uh, from that distance the year before. He was 8 from 10 from 40 to 49 yards. And then, Josh, the kicker, (laughs) Uh, 2 of 6 from 50-plus yards, Jason Sanders, last year. And that is on the heels of being 8 from 9, which almost I don't believe Uh but 50 yards plus he was eight from nine in in 2020. So Josh, he's been a really roll, really big roller coaster ride. I'm just curious to say see what you think. I mean, obviously, I don't think anyone was too happy with the way Jason Sanders performed uh last season, but
3: how do you feel going into this year? Are you are you comfortable? Are you confident we have a kicker? Man, that is a loaded question. I I I want to say yes, but the more I dove into this, you know, I'm starting to wonder if, and I was going to say this later in the podcast, I know a lot of people want to point the blame at Polardi, you know, the holder, Matt Hawk, you know, I think I have a quote pulled up here from um, Jason Sanders and it says, it's a lot easier to kick field goals when you have a snapper that gives you time. And then you have Matt, arguably one of the best holders in the league that puts the ball down perfectly. When you have a good team working with you, it allows me to focus on kicking the ball. And that was back in 2020, you know, when he was nailing kick after kick, Correct me if I'm wrong, Jake, but did we not get a new long snapper? Was it 2021 they got a new long snapper? Do you remember it's when the they
2: – The last two, 2020 and 2021, I think, where, where – um, well,
3: I know Taylor – was it Taylor Tabor or Taylor Pe- – what the hell is it? I'm just, Pepper.
2: Ta- yeah, Taylor and Tabor and Pepper all seem like right. I, I didn't yeah, look yeah. this up, but I'm going to say you're right.
3: So, yeah, so not only did they change, you know, the holder and the long snapper, but Jake, 2020 was the year of COVID, right? There weren't that many Mm -hmm. fans in the crowd. That to me is where I just kept going back to because, you know, I think he missed two field goals his first season. Then in 2019, like you said, he missed what, seven, and then he only missed three in 2020. And again, that was when, you know, COVID, I even looked to make sure there weren't very many fans in the crowd. And you can't tell me that, you know, when a kicker like Jason Sanders, who admitted he just picks a spot in that end zone, you know, picks a spot in the crowd and just kicks that ball. And that's why it's so automatic i mean you can't tell me that fans waving flags yelling and screaming doesn't have something to do with that so um i mean i know that's part of the game of football but that to me between the holder you know the long snapper and no fans in the crowd that might have been why jason sanders had such a good 2020 season and that's why i can't sit here and tell you confidently that i am 100 you know behind, I can't say and confidently say that, you know, game on the line, you know, you talk about Madden, the controller shaking, you know, the things going all over the screen. I don't know if Jason Sanders can be that guy. And clearly from 50 yards out, it is definitely a problem. That was crazy, man, to go from eight of nine, which I don't think anybody wants you to go eight of nine. One, I don't think
2: I w- I'm comfortable having your kicker kick. What nine field goals of that distance? Uh, but the two of six, man, that just jumps right off the table. Um, I think I mentioned this, Josh, but Sanders was a first team all pro in 2020 and he earned a new five-year, $22 million deal. Um, you know, it's big money for a kicker, but there's 20 players on this roster making more than Sanders. I don't, I don't think a contract, you know, no one should ever be looking at kicker contracts. They, they don't have a huge impact. I mean, rookie or uh backup quarterbacks make twice as much. So, Josh, in 2020. Miami was top 10 in special teams, according to Football Outsiders. And I think that's one thing that's often overlooked. You know, there was there's the, there was the Fitz, Fitz magic for sure. But I, I think that special teams unit, even Jakeem Grant was awesome uh, that year. That was really overlooked. And then, Josh, the tables turned. They dropped to 29th last season. And that's kind of crazy to think about, the fact they were still in the playoff hunt. And, and if I remember correctly, I think at the end of the Atlanta game, and I think even the Jacksonville game, I think Sanders had a shot. I could be wrong on that, but I really think he'd had some opportunities to help the Dolphins kind of come away with victories in those two weeks.
3: Jake, I'm not really sure, uh, you know, if he had opportunities in those games. I mean, again, finding Dory Brain, but I did look it up, man. Tabor Pepper was the Dolphins' long snapper in 2019. Then they drafted Blake Ferguson. So uh, he did have consistency, at least from the long snapper position. The holder changed, but um, I'm sitting here, Google Images, you know, Jason Sanders' field goal 2021, Jason Sanders' field goals 2020, and I was sitting there looking at, you know, some of the different holds maybe. So um, I don't think there's anything there, to be completely honest. Josh, so it was um, October
2: 24th that Falcons game where the Dolphins uh, lost 28 to 30 Sanders missed one field goal. And that's kind of the tough part about being a kicker. Am I wrong? I mean, everyone kind of forgets about the big makes you have until there's that one miss that kind of ruins everything. And then you're on everyone's shit list. But to me, man, I I do wonder what a bounce back season for Jason Sanders can look like. And I do need to note, man, like I I say this as a joke, but I think he just doesn't like odd seasons. I mean, 2019, his sophomore season, eight of nine from 30 to 39 yards, uh, five of nine from 40 to 49 yards. And that's really where, uh, you know, kickers really make their bread and butter. And then this year, 2021 last year, excuse me, another odd year, eight of 10 from 40 to 49, seven of nine from 30 to 39. And then that that horrendous that we mentioned that two of six from 50 to 59. So Josh, I'm going to just go under the thing, uh, the, perception of it. it had nothing to do with the holder. Um, I like your idea about the fans. I think you might be on something there, but I'm going to keep it basic. I'm going to say in odd years, he struggles and even years. He's good analysis for you.
3: I, I like that. I used to be the Mike Evans thing. I think in fantasy, I think every year he'd kind of go up and down, but now that, you know, Brady's there. That completely shifted. I, speaking of fantasy, I do have to mention last season he was the 21st ranked fantasy kicker. You know, points only had 115 on the year. I mean, whatever that means. I don't know if you go out there and draft him. And he's currently a top six paid kicker in football. So I don't think the Dolphins are going to, you know, move on from this year. But when you look at the draft, man, some of those, you know, marquee kickers, you know, Evan McPherson, some of those other guys that, you know, teams, you know, drool over that that's a cheap contract to have. So you can't sit here and say, if he struggles again, you know, maybe the dolphins do things differently, but I think, you know, with Thomas Morstead there, you know, now you got Blake Ferguson again snap and I think it will change things. I wish we had the numbers up to see, you know, how many kicks, you know, the saints kicker miss with Thomas Morstead holding the football and just things like that, because, uh, but then we put it, throw the dome out there, right. Then that would be, you know, credit to that. So um, overall, Jake, I think, you know, Jason Sanders is one of the better kickers in football. I think he deserves that contract that he got. But I do think we have to look at that 2020 season and wonder if, you know, fans not being there. The dark cloud not hanging over the Dolphins head, right? I mean, I don't want to say here and continue to point blame at Brian Flores for everything, you know, if that happened last year. But who knows what that locker room, you know, the environment there did to his, you know, psych or whatever. I mean, are, are you saying Brian Flores was kicking his kicker? Could have been. I mean, Stone Cold Brian Flores, right? Absolutely That absolutely could have happened. But we know how much of it's a mental game. I think Jason Sanders spoke on that before. So, um, you know, how much of this was just that downward spiral? You know, he missed one kick and it just started messing with his head. And, uh, you know, another kick here, another kick there. But um, we're sitting here, you know, critiquing him on what, seven misses last year. I mean, it's bad for Jason Sanders, but I don't know that that's terrible when you look around the rest of the league, especially when he was, what, two of six or 50 yards. I mean, how many of those were just, you know, at the end of the half, they were just, you know, YOLO in it. I I, I can't, I can't really say.
2: No, but, and that's also a good point too, man, but it's just so tough to kind of look at that two of six. When you see the eight of nine, the previous year, Um, it's pretty interesting too, because um, you would think with more opportunities comes more times to have mistakes. Uh, But in 2020, man, when, when he was the first team all pro, he had 39 field goal attempts. Uh, He made 36 of those. He was money from everywhere. Last year, they dropped to 31 2019 he was at 30 field goal attempts in 2018 he had 20 field goal attempts so josh i want to ask you um i think a big thing is, here is opportunity so in 2020 he did have one field goal from one to 19 yards if the dolphins again have one field goal from within one to 19 yards what does that say about mike mcdaniel's offense if they're in that situation. And they're not ready to, you know, uh, convert a first down or go into the end zone because man, there's been four years of a very, I'll just gonna say it rough offenses for this Miami dolphin group. And we had that one kick in 2020. And I'm just curious to you. I know one stat really doesn't make a season, but if we end this year and there is a field goal attempt from within 19 yards, are you going to be a little upset by that?
3: going to say that uh, Mike McDaniel is going to be one of those, you know, head coaches that just, you know, fourth down, he's using analytics and things like that, and he's just going for it. So, you know, maybe that's to be expected. I was going to bring up, you know, Tua a was pretty good inside the red zone. I mean, I think he's mm-hmm. one of the better red zone quarterbacks in football. So, you know, maybe that's why there weren't so many of those field goals, but uh, I don't think either of us can sit here and say that this offense is going to be much better. And that should at least, you know, provide them to get down there in the scoring at range, you know, to allow them to get in field goal range if they can't punch into the end zone. So uh, I think we'll get more opportunities this season but uh again I hope he doesn't right I hope that's all touchdowns and we're sitting here you know looking at extra points Man, he hit you know he's breaking like 169 extra I don't even know how many uh extra points kickers yeah I don't even know how many they kick in this season but that seemed like a high number so um you you get what I'm saying no I don't think that that's truly alarming there but um you know that offense was pretty bad right so uh, hopefully we see some things out of Mike McDaniel and again I think he's going to be one of those I don't want to say those new age coaches but he's going to be a little bit more ballsy than maybe what we expected. At least that's what I'm hoping to see.
2: All right. So in 2021, jo- Jason Sanders attempted 31 field goals over or under this year?
3: I'm go- what year was that? That was 2021. 21. 21. I'm going to say we'll go over. I think they're going to get. M- yeah, we'll go over. I think I'm contradicting myself. though. I like, I was just getting ready to say they'll have more opportunities and this and that. So I, I want to say over.
2: In 2020, Josh Jason Sanders 39 was a career high field goal attempts. So are we going over that? Are we going to set a new career high, or is this where the offense really starts to show itself? Uh, you mentioned Tua as a red zone quarterback. I think that's might be the one thing on the internet all of Dolphins Twitter agrees on is that if Tua is good at one thing, it's about you know protecting the ball and finding the end zone. Do you, do you think he surpasses that 39, or is there going to be a bread and butter spot between that 31 and 39?
3: Let's go with thirty-three, and I love how you brought about you know Tua not turning the ball over, but you know you love to tell us about how he just throws a break to linebacker's chest, right? I mean, we all oh, I saw don't that. Love,
2: I, I would love nothing more to, <laughs> not to oh, be able to oh, say yeah, that. Oh okay.
3: you're right, you're right. But you would you you know you're not a homer. You make sure to bring that up because there were some times last year. I mean, we don't want to harp on Tua, but there were times when he just threw a ball, and you're like, dude, what the hell? But that's the NFL game, right?
1: This is advertiser content brought to you by Frito Lay.
3: Just go to fritolaysnackat.sbnation.com no purchase necessary sweepstakes ends 4/3/2023 void wherever hit here's worth the snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons each good for one bag of chips see official rules at fritolaysnackat.sbnation.com
2: and i think something that might have been overlooked when we're talking about a kicker and missed field goals i mean 74% josh uh you know after kicking nearly 93% uh, in 2020 Not only are you leaving points on the field, Josh, that also sets up really tough positions for the defense where, where, you know, the the field position instantly flips. I know momentum isn't like real, real, but I I still think there's something to it. You know, a defense and offense is going to feel good after keeping points off the board. So Josh, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on if he's not going to be kicking short field goals, do you, have any concerns about seeing that you know 8 of 10 last year from 40 to 49 that 2 of 6 from 50 to 59 do you think we're going to reach situations uh, especially you have a new kicker uh, a hall of soon to be hall of famer in Thomas Morstead are they going to choose situations maybe when they're at that 50 to 59 range to just say F it and, and punt it away just for the sake of uh we don't want to get into these tough situations? Jason Sanders, uh, we we know what he can do, but we're a little scared until he actually does it. Do you, you think they might have that fear early in the season?
3: It's definitely something that could come up, right? I mean, again, you don't you don't want to get into those situations where you're relying on a 50 to 60 yard field goal. I mean, I was gonna sit here and go cop out, you know, and you were mentioning how his success rate from 50 yards. I to say, well, what if they just kick field, uh, field goals, you know, between that 20 and 30 yard range. Right. I mean, in that situation, but personally, I would not want Jason Sanders out there to kick, you know, do we know what his career long is?
2: It's gotta be 59 because he has never, uh, attempted a 60 yarder.
3: Okay. So yeah, I mean any, any kick over 50 yards, you know, gets me a little uneasy, but, um, I, I don't know, man. I think, you know, in those situations, you obviously have Thomas Morstead, one of the best Punters, can I say in NFL history? I'm not really a punter guru, but I mean, he has yeah, to be he up follows there one... you
2: on Twitter. You can say Go Okay, all He does. All. Yes. Yeah. Cause
3: I, cause I made that SpongeBob, um, pump and iron meme. Yeah. So yeah. Best punter in NFL history. So, um, I can absolutely see those coughing kicks, you know, pinning a team deep at the one yard line. And then, you know, maybe Jacoby Brissett starting for the, the Cleveland Browns and he's throwing that double uh, wide receiver screen and we get a safety out of it.
2: Dude, I I am never gonna live that play down. That was that was that was so bad, man. That was that was such a tough moment in Dolphins history. Not only are you going you're an occlusion course from to one in seven, but you're putting your rookie <laughs> Your top rookie receiver in his own end zone to catch up Oh my god! All right,
3: okay. All right, so bringing you, it back. You, hold on. You put me on the hot seat for Moses, so I got to ask you the question because I don't. I don't want to say I started because I don't think that's the case at all. But um, you know, once Jason Sanders was so money, I started to change that S in his name to a money sign. Um, I actually just looked and Yvonne last year said, uh, Jason Sanders went from the money sign back to Jason Sanders. So I wanted to ask you, Jake, is that money sign no longer there because he wasn't money? Or do we think we, you know, we'll be tweeting that, you know, first game of the season gets the New England Patriots. He hits a fifty, He's going to hit a 62 yarder to win that game. And we're going to be sitting here with the money sign, Jason Sanders. Should we drop that from his nickname? Is he no longer money or can we expect him to continue the success that he had in 2020 instead of what we saw last season, Josh, rent is due every
2: day the second he makes a 50 yarder we have to you because you are the magician who puts together all these photoshops we got to have the most epic like jason sanders riding a dolphin through an explosion like fireworks the second he makes a 50 yarder and maybe i'm holding like a big money sign because that's i think when we put the s back in I think after last year, I, I I kind of agree that I think that as we're we're S or we're money signless Sanders at the moment, but I, I think the second he makes one of those big kicks that we, we should be ready to go
3: with a big time money sign. Yeah, I agree. And I just hope, you know, it's a playoff game, right? I mean, that is everyone's dream. You yeah, know? I'm hoping
2: week one, he just nails like a 55 yarder on like the second dr- drive from scrimmage. And we're just kind of like, oh, Sanders is back. It's an even year. I, I just want to talk playoffs.
3: I want to get everybody excited about playoffs.
2: I don't know why I made this comparison, Josh, but, but I, I kind of want to, we, we've danced around a little bit and I kind of just want to say it, are, are we putting to rest that, that it was Polarty's fault? Was it not really Keith Hernandez who spit at uh, Kramer and Newman, but there was a second spitter in the bushes. Was it really not the ball and maybe, you know, having fans back, you know, a uncomfortable, uneasy situation with the dolphins more than, Hey, let's, let's blame this, you know, punter who in his own right, probably didn't have the best season
3: wrong is Plarty not in uh buffalo now i believe so.
2: oh is he matt hawk and and party are both battling
3: out in buffalo no you're i'm completely wrong i was thinking of hawk we're yeah, noting cr- man that it
2: might've just been something in that 2020 Miami water because Hawk, when he went to, when he went to Buffalo, he struggled last year. He was one of the worst uh, punters in the league in terms of net rating last year, if I remember correctly. So maybe it was just something the Dolphins were cooking up in 2020. That was uh unattainable. And that's why they're a uh, top three, you know, special teams unit, according to football outsiders.
3: Yeah. I mean, we were all sitting here going spin zone, trying to say it was Pilardi's fault. I think he's what left-handed a left footed kicker. I mean, that was what everyone's saying, but um, I do think we have to put that to rest because again, I went on Google images and Google does not lie. I mean, you can see their hands. They look, very, they look very similar. And, um, but at the same time, um, Michael Polardi is still a free agent. So maybe these teams realize that he is not a good holder and that is why it's still a free agent. So I, I really don't know, Jake. I think, you know, um, again, Thomas Morstead being there, consistency we should see the same Jason Sanders, but I do think we have to kind of point our finger at that COVID season, the lack of fans, because I mean, anybody going out there to kick a freaking field goal, man, if you have everyone, you know, giving you the finger and waving towels and yelling names at you, I mean, it's obviously going to be harder than when there's what, like a dozen fans and you know, it's cool. You're cool. Cool. Calm. Like I can't even say cool. Calm, like a cucumber. Just, you know what I'm saying?
2: Josh, we, we, we hit it at the top, but I, I know this isn't the most intriguing topic, but I think it was one worth talking about. I think there is something to be said about talking about the kicker uh, to wrap things up here, Josh. I do want to ask you what your comfort level is about the special teams unit going into this year. I mean, Morstead, you obviously are comfortable with a very, very, very experienced punter who it kind of just seems like a luxury that he just kind of walked in and it was like an addition to the Tron Armstead signing. I think those two are almost hand in hand where you're like, all right, cool. Like we have nothing to worry about here. Year. um Jason Sanders we're expecting um we're expecting that bounce back right the even year whatever it may be we're expecting him to come back maybe not be first team all pro but a, a consistent uh, kicker at least up until that 49 yard range someone the Dolphins can rely on but as the special teams unit as a whole when we bring in the Cetan Carters of the world uh Clayton Fagilium I probably am still butching that how do you feel about this unit and and to add on to that man who, who's returning kicks for this team
3: Man, I don't know the kicks. I mean, we tried to pump up No Egg Bonogany for that one, right? I mean, I still think maybe that's a Jalen Waddle job, although I'd rather him not be back there. You know, Tyreek Hill's probably going to go on his podcast and demand that he return some punts there. So I don't know who's going to return the kicks, man. I'm going to put my, I'm going to say, we'll go with Jalen Waddle if I have to put money on it. But again, I, that makes me feel a little bit uneasy. But something he's done throughout his career, as far as the entire unit, I do think they'll be better this year
2: mark is who's returning kicks. And after the Preston Williams scare, you know, you really are worried like, oh man, we don't want anyone to get hurt. So with that in mind, like we mentioned it and people seem to like it when we talked about chapter three of the book club, uh, Noah Igbenogany, chapter four, that might actually be chapter four, my apologies, uh but him returning kicks. I, I want to ask you, Josh, how about Ezra Koma, the fourth round pick? I mean, I just think about the fact, you know, you have Cedric Wilson as the slot receiver. You have the small guys on the outside, the big guys on the inside. I I think Cedric Wilson has experience returning kicks. I mean, I saw him throw a ball on a kick return uh, to the other side of the field, and and the Cowboys made a big play out of it. How how about Ezukoma really being groomed? I think this is the progression we'd want to see. I think we both kind of said that he might be the predecessor to Cedric Wilson. So I think this would be that first step starting in the kicking game before becoming a slot receiver. So would you be comfortable with that?
3: Yeah, I'd be interested in that. I mean, I'm sure you saw it. I posted some videos of him, but I mean, when that guy has the ball in his hand, I mean, he's just bullying defenders. So that won't be a terrible idea. I was going to throw out there now that we're talking about it, you know, what about a Miles Gaskin or Salvin Ahmed, one of those guys that, you know, just sticks around, makes the roster, might not be, you know, getting out in the field because of Raheem Monster, you know, Chase Edmonds, Sonny Mm -hmm. Michelle. Maybe you give them opportunities to return kicks, get the ball in their hands, and maybe see if their value goes up. So I I don't know. You mentioned Preston Williams. I was so pissed about that. And looking back at it, I mean, the Dolphins had the right idea, right? I mean, um, he was on point to break Jerry Rice's receiving uh, yards in his rookie <laughs> season. I had to make sure I bring that up. But, um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, don't forget that. So, um, it's anyone's guess. I mean, I think what really sucks about all this is that we're not going to hear some of this stuff throughout camp, right? Aren't they really hush-hush? And we might not hear us back there, you know, fielding kicks or who's lining up at tackle or different things like that. Um, but I, I think when it's all said and done, I think we might see Waddle back there because, I mean, his ability to flip the field. I mean, we saw it in college. But again, that just makes me sick to my stomach because it's Jalen Waddle.
2: No, you're you're 100 right, but but that's kind of the issue. It's like, hey, it's football. Like no matter what situation, there's going to be some like tough decisions, some hard hits uh, coming your way. So yeah, Josh, I, I think Jalen Waddle makes a lot of sense, and I think having Tyree Kill kind of helps with that because Jalen Waddle doesn't have to be this specific volume guy who has to keep moving you down the field. He can kind of focus on those kicks a little bit, take a couple plays off. I think that'll be pretty interesting. Uh, but to bring it all back, man. I think I'm pretty comfortable with Jason Sanders going in this year. I think I'd even be comfortable drafting him as my kicker early on. I uh, think in Miami half the year certainly helps, but uh, that fear, man, that fear, those, those 50 to 59 yarders, you just know that if the Dolphins are flirting with the playoffs, that, that's the difference, right? They're just one of those kicks.
3: Yeah, Jake, and I wish I, I pulled it up quick here, but you were right. I mean, the Raiders game, the Dolphins lost by three. The Falcons game, the Raiders lost by three. So, I mean, those games, if, if you know, he goes out there and makes it, sorry, they only lost by two to the Falcons. So he goes out there and makes that field goal into the Falcons. The Dolphins are in the playoffs, right? So that is, would be my biggest concern is that they are just that one missed field goal away from not making the postseason because I know you're not old enough to remember, but Pete Storanovich was one of the greatest kickers in Dolphins history, and he shanked one in the, uh, to get the Dolphins to the Super Bowl. And that is one moment I will never, ever, ever live down.
2: Dude, that's it. Like, uh, I mean, it's weird. I don't have a lot of those moments, but I kind of wish I did in a weird way, just that intensity of, of playoff moment because I know, man, the second the Dolphins are back in the playoffs, I'm just gonna be such a big ball of exact, I'm not gonna enjoy it. There's no way in hell I'm gonna enjoy the dolphins in the playoffs. I'm gonna nothing more stressful. Oh, it's true, it's gonna be so stressful. Oh my god, every second it's oh, it's gonna be brutal. But that is about it for a Jason Sanders Book Club. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I hope you're enjoying these. Josh hit it at the top, but we're getting really close to training camp. We're gonna to try to squeeze in a couple more of these before we wrap up. We close the book for the offseason. Uh again, we appreciate all the comments we're getting about these. I think it's been a lot of fun. I'm hoping everyone out there is enjoying. We try to make these as timeless as possible, obviously, once the season starts and, you know, people are making plays, you know, the the rosters kind of shuffled a little bit. They won't they won't mean as much. But but I really, really suggest you guys go back. I mean, chapter one, we started with Chase Edmonds and then moved to Jalen Phillips, Cedric Wilson, Noah Binagdi and Hunter Long. And we, like I said, are going to do a couple more. So shoot us some suggestions. Who are you interested about? I see that timer popping on now. So I'm really running it. I'm actually impressed, Justin, we got to this timer. With, while talking kickers, that's how you know that we've been doing this for some time. But thank you guys so much for joining us. I have to say, go give Josh a follow on Twitter at houtz. Honestly, before like uh, the night before a podcast come out comes out, he's posting touchdowns from Hunter Long just to kind of prep everyone. So he's really who you need to go to if you're looking for Dolphins content. And you can follow him on YouTube as well at Houts. I mean, all the Dolphin highlights you can find, man. I remember recording vines trying to get. Ryan Tannehill being sacked I mean I remember getting a butt ton of loops on that but it's nothing compared to what you're doing on YouTube so I, I really suggest everyone to go check that out if you want to give me a follow I can be found at jmental 94 but guys thank you thank you so much for listening if you're having fun hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcast and most importantly above all else the only thing we really really want you to take away from this entire podcast is simply fins up
3: fins up
1: Miami has a Dolphin, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, cause we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Death River, Miami Dolphins.